0: Hey, rock stars, how are you? This is the first podcast I've written since the horrific attacks in the Capitol. And I was just so shocked and furious as I read the news of this level of hatred and evil. And I know it's not going to be the last. It's just, just horrific and terrible. And, you know, those terrorists are racist, and that's a fact. It's a real circumstance. And I know that, you know, White people, including myself, have all been taught to think in ways that perpetuate racism. And the only reason white supremacists, you know, acted the way they did, y'all, is because of their internalized beliefs, because of their thoughts. And remember this fact, too. We all get to choose what we want to think. So every single person on this planet gets to choose. Remember, there are so many opportunities for each and every one of us to show up with our voices and inspire and teach others that they can change. One new thought and different way of thinking at a time. And I'm so excited we have a new president because there are so many exciting things to look forward to in 2021. So it's the new year and everyone's talking about all the new things they want to do this year. And you know, I believe you can start something new any day of the year. And it's the end of January. So let's start now. So in today's episode, I want to talk about if you've set an unthinkable goal for 2021, or you just have a great idea about your career path, or about starting a side hustle, or starting a podcast, or a new idea you have for your current business. I just want to talk about how to take one step towards your brilliant idea. New ideas and goals bring up a shitload of lies and limiting beliefs from the primitive puppy side of our brain. And so I want you to have a tool if you find yourself stuck or feeling self-doubt, feeling worried, feeling overwhelmed, or anxious. And if you're curious about the idea of an unthinkable goal and blowing your own mind, check out podcast 21 titled, Do the Unthinkable in 2021. And I talk about bridging thoughts on this episode, and if you're curious to learn more about this tool, check out Podcast 17. So for all you dreamers out there, for all of you who have an idea you may want to do something new, but have no clue how to start, here's the secret. Start small. Today I'm going to teach you how to take one step. It's okay to take tiny steps in the direction you want to go. Remember, you don't have to become a unicorn in a year. You don't have to do something huge and at great scale. Give yourself permission to start with one step in the direction you want to go. I started the Rockstar program in Sarah Moody coaching with one student. Her name's Maria. She's amazing. She works at the technology company called Salesforce and inside sales and we coached every week and she was all in on using this one tool that I teach the rock stars called the framework and I listened to her feedback and had an attitude of you know I'm here for you how can I help and she blew her own mind around the confidence she created in herself and went on to be the only person to win Salesforce's Transformation Award in Q2 of 2020. Yep, y'all, she won this award in a global pandemic. That's the power of taking baby steps and investing in your brain. And you can do the same thing. So in 2020, as I had this idea to start my coaching company, I really leaned into my hard why. I stayed super focused on being of service and delivering tools to help my students stop questioning themselves and start seeing and believing that they are truly already badasses. That their badassery already existed inside of them before we even met. My job as a coach is to show my students their brains and the shitty negative talk track they have no idea is on repeat daily in those brains of theirs. We worked on self-confidence daily, and I trusted the process of slowly bringing this idea I had about a coaching program to reality. I didn't feel the need to hustle and move fast for the sake of a revenue growth number. I believe then, as I still believe now, that the fun y'all is in the journey, not some end goal. It's every little step you're taking every minute of every day. That's the fun. I grew as the ideas came. I listened to my students with a heart grounded in my why. Here's my why, y'all. I'm on this planet to be of service. And when I kept that why, the ideas just kept on coming. Focus on your purpose and your why. Focus on doing it right and making whatever you're doing Be the best it can be is the goal. Another thought I practice daily that I learned from one of my favorite books called The Four Agreements is, quote, always do your best. If you practice and truly believe this thought, you will stop the evil twins of judging and shaming yourself. You did your best, right? And that's enough. Focus on doing it right and making your idea the best it can be is the goal. Not just business growth is the goal. Fast growth can be fleeting. Take your time and have fun. Seriously, this year I want you to think about having fun daily. Here's a question for your brain, another favorite of mine. How do I make fill in the blank easy and fun? So let's take one step. Today I want to teach you one simple tool how to separate the stories your brain tells you from the facts or circumstances in the world. Once you start using this tool, y'all, it's going to be easy to take that one step and then the next and then the next. So let's start with this. Facts don't hurt. The circumstances of our lives have no effect on us until they register and enter our brain and we attach meaning to them. For example, We aren't sad about someone dying until our brain registers this fact, right? And that registering of the fact may be when someone calls or writes or we see them and they share the news. So in this example, the fact is person X died. This would stand up in a court of law, right? The thought you have about their death is what creates your feelings which drive your actions which create the results you have in your life. So when my grandmother died in the United Kingdom, I was not with her, but my father was. And when she died, my father thought and said, she's lived a long life and he felt peaceful. When my grandmother died, I was in San Francisco at work. I was very close to her. And when I heard the news, I had this thought, this is terrible. This is such a devastating loss. And I felt a deep, Empty hole of sadness for a long time. I really, really missed her. So, see how it's important to separate out the facts from the thoughts? What we typically say is, I was devastated when my grandmother died. But it's actually more accurate to say, I was devastated by what I thought about her death. Now, does this mean you have to change your thoughts? Not necessarily. But does this matter to make this distinction in your brain? Yes, because when you see that your thoughts create your feelings, you can be much more in charge of your emotional state. Now, this doesn't mean that you won't choose to be sad when someone dies, we most likely will be. It's part of the human experience, right? But it does mean we can decide how we wanna feel when things happen in our lives we control how we feel with what thoughts we choose to have. And it's important to not try and run away from feeling a feeling. There's the clean pain that may be difficult, i.e. feeling loss. Then there's what we call dirty pain, which could be a thought like, I should have done more to stop them from dying. Dirty pain often involves judging and being critical of yourself, which is always y'all gonna lead to shame and shutting down and feeling like shit. And I'm just gonna advise you right now just to stay away from dirty pain and judging yourself and being critical of yourself, okay? So many of you have these thoughts, my boss stresses me out or work stresses me out. And I will constantly remind you that it's only these thoughts you have about your boss or work that stress you out. Your boss is a human That is a fact that stands up in a court of law. The thought you choose, my boss stresses me out, is why you feel anxious. So you can't change your boss right now, but you can change the way you think about your boss, right? That will change everything. So start to ask yourself the question, what am I saying and or doing or not doing because of what I think and feel about my boss? And why am I seeing and doing these things? And if it's not your boss, change that to partner, career, food, any of it, okay? So for example, if you feel anxiety about these thoughts you're having, my boss stresses me out, you may wrap up the day with, it's been such a hard day, screw exercise this evening. I deserve comfort, food, and cocktails. A Netflix, this is going to help me feel better. Another thing I've heard y'all do is you end up being short with your boss. It even kind of permeates to being short with colleagues in emails and in meetings. And then guess how you're going to feel later that night or the following morning after you've done all these things or not done the exercise as example? Lots of critical self-talk about how lazy you are that you didn't exercise or eat that food that supports your body feeling amazing and all the other things, right? So the result you're creating for your life when you do these things is you're not showing up for your badass self, right? You're taking all these actions, so you end up making yourself feel like shit. So it's always important to see that your thoughts are always going to show up In your result line. So that thought you started off with, my boss stresses me out. Guess what the result is, y'all? You're stressing yourself out, right? With food choices, not exercising choices, short with boss at work choices, right? Your thoughts are always going to end up in your results line. I had to do another repeat on that. So just remember, so many of our stories are painful and keep us stuck and feeling shitty. And so what's the solution? I want you to identify the facts and notice the stories that come up. Remember, facts stand up in a court of law. They can be proved. They have no judgment or opinion. There's nothing qualitative about them. If you've been thinking a story for a long time, it might feel like it's true, but try to think about it as if there was a video camera following you around. So let's go through another example so y'all can be really clear on this. I have a student who's angry with their mother. Here's the story. My student said to me, my mom doesn't respect me. She doesn't love me. She wants me to be just like her and become a doctor. She can't support my desires or my dreams and my vision to be an entrepreneur in the tech industry. And even when she knows what I want for myself, she's always trying to sabotage me. It's like I don't even want to be around because of the awful things she does. Like, for example, last weekend, my partner and I went to visit my mother and she was so manipulative. And I know my partner doesn't care. He doesn't back me up when I feel this way. And he refuses when I suggest we should confront my mother and stop visiting her. You know, I think I'm going to give him an ultimatum. It's either her or me. He's a grown man and he needs to make a decision and either support me or not. Then I asked my student to retell the story, stating only the facts. She paused and then retold the story in the same way. Okay, I'm going to give you the facts right now. There are four facts in that entire story. Number one, she is a mother. Number two, she went to her home last weekend. Number three, her mother invited a doctor to dinner. So actually there's only three facts here. Everything else was a story, brain bullshit and painful, right? This story is making her feel so shitty about her mom. And this story is creating risk of her ending the relationship with her partner. It's putting distance in that relationship. This is a terrible story that her primitive puppy brain is serving up to her. And here's some of the work my students working on, number one, to stop being a people pleaser, especially with her mom. And number two, to believe so much in herself and have the self-confidence to follow her dream of being an entrepreneur in the tech industry and not give a fuck what anyone else thinks, including mom. So do you see how, because she's a people pleaser, her primitive puppy brain is terrified of rejection and wants to be in the pack with mom? And so allows mom's point of view to be a reason to start questioning herself and her dream of being a tech entrepreneur fascinating isn't it all right so here's your assignment for this week pull out the notes app in your phone or grab a piece of paper and a pen step one i want you to write down all the thoughts you have about that one great idea you have about starting a side hustle or starting a podcast Or running a 5K in January. Whatever it is you want to do right now that feels hard, that you really want to learn how to take one step, write down all the thoughts, okay? Step two, I want you to separate out the facts and write down the facts separate, okay? So pull them out. Remember, facts stand up in a court of law. They can be proved. They have no judgment or opinion. There's nothing qualitative about them. Think about the list of facts I shared about my student. So for example, maybe you're questioning yourself and don't believe you can run a 5K in January. The fact is run a 5K. Step three, pull out that fact, for example, run a 5K. And then your one step is to use a believable bridging thought to get you to take action in the direction you want to go. So maybe it's, I'm seeking evidence that I can run a 5K. And then you feel kind of open to it, right? When you feel open, you do one simple thing, like creating a training plan for January that has you doing the 5K on January 31st and feeling proud, right? Boom, you got this. All right, that's the show. I'm so proud of you. And I can't wait to hear what you do in 2021. Whatever it is, big or small. And if you want support in learning how to take one step towards your goals, dreams, Big ideas, little ideas, anything from me and a badass cohort of women, come join us in the Rockstar program. It's the only place I know of that women show up every day for themselves and each other. And we're going to blow our own damn minds in 2021. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Have an awesome rest of your day. I love you. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.